Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic. This is the Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature Divisional Round Playoffs. Let's go. Let's go, folks. A win, and we are in the AFC Championship. It's going to be tough, but it's going to be a hell of a ride, Matt. How are you doing, my friend? Man, I'm excited. Uh, This is... This is what we've been waiting for as a fan base for th- almost th- over 30 years now uh, to be at this point in the postseason, and it feels very good. It's a hell of a mountain that they're going to have to climb, but hey, when you get to the postseason, nothing's ever easy. Nope. So let's just do what we've got to do, handle our business, and and get another uh, a shock to uh, get another upset, shock the world again. Another one and zero, and get us on Twitter, folks. What's your prediction? At AndyMC81, at Matt Florjancic on Instagram as well, at AndyMC Sports, at Matt Flow Sports, and Matt. You know what? For this Browns team, why not? Why not conquer? Why not climb another mountain? You beat the Steelers. Now you go to the Super Bowl champ. Matt, we're both wrestling fans. What's one of the most famous sayings ever? To be the man, you gotta beat the man. So the Chiefs are the man. They're the defending champs with two weeks off. Why not? Why not? Let's go. Hey, man, anything can happen in the postseason. Anything. And I do mean anything. You give yourself a chance. You don't make self-inflicted mistakes. Mm -hmm. You hang around long enough. You make a couple plays when it counts on both sides of the ball and on special teams. Don't give up a big one. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're in prime position. Yeah. Look, the, the Browns, they don't want to say it. And I understand why, because it implies that they don't think they can win, but they are playing with house money. Right. Nobody in America thinks that they can win. No. Except the 53 men in that locker room. And, and the 20 coaches. <laughs> and all of us. And the fans. <laughs> yeah, and the fans. I mean, outside of that, nobody outside of this city is giving them much of a chance no. at all. To even compete, but forget about winning. They're just talking about competing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the. To be honest with you, that's the perfect place to be in. Exactly. Exactly. It really is. It's the perfect place to be in. Well, look, look at the, the rest of the schedule, Matt. For when it comes to point spreads, going in, the Browns are the biggest underdogs. No other team approaches double digits. Chiefs are ten point favorites. That's where the Browns like it. You, Baker Mayfield doesn't want to be a favorite. This guy. How many times have we talked about it? 
This guy thrives on being counted out. This guy thrives on having the chip on his shoulder. And you look, and the league that everybody's saying that you are not just underdogs, the biggest underdogs, the most unlikely winners this weekend. And when you have a team that is coming back the healthiest it's been in months in a Chiefs club that is two weeks off, if you get off to a fast start, we'll get more into this in a minute, Matt, but you get off to a fast start, you can never count the Chiefs out because of that offense. But again, why not us? We weren't supposed to beat the Steelers. Nobody picked us. Nobody. Yeah, we weren't supposed to win without our coach. We weren't supposed to win without our left guard. We weren't supposed to win without all the other guys that we were missing, including Denzel Ward. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Steelers are just going to go up and down, you know, down the field at will against this team. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Keep saying that stuff. That that's the type of the Browns will not admit it, and they shouldn't. But they hear what's going on on the outside. They know what's up. And they know that nobody is giving them absolutely any respect at all. And to get that respect, you don't just have to earn it. You have to take it. And this is their opportunity, the opportunity of all opportunities, to go out there and take it. Let's get it done. Yeah, that's it, right? To go take – because, again, nobody thought that they could go into Pittsburgh. Matt, we talked about it on the, the Victory Monday show. Go into place you had one in 17 years. Couldn't beat Ben. Couldn't do this. Couldn't do that. Well, you went in and you did it. And I got to say this, and then we'll put the Pittsburgh thing to bed because they're not worth it, uh, any more breath. But that, I put out a tweet on January 14 replying to that. Uh, unfortunately, I have to associate myself as a fellow countryman, as a Canadian, Chase Claypool, who turns out to be the biggest <laughs> whiny piece of blank that I can think of. I tweeted back at him because, you know, you guys have all heard it and seen it. He's saying, oh, they're going to get clapped back and blah, blah. And they're... The guy looks like an absolute turd. He's a fool. So I, I tweeted back to him at this. I said, Chase Claypool needs to grow up. He's little juju, except not as popular on TikTok. Hey, Chase, here's some salt to help you eat that L from the Browns. Enjoy your extra long offseason. I put the gif in with that chef guy who does the salty and it says so salty. Matt, that thing is still getting action. As of this recording, we're up to almost 380 likes, 10 retweets, 12 replies. And you know what, man? I, 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 if, I, if I can do any part to continue this rivalry, bring it on. I'll, I'll have Chase Claypool on my show any day of the week. Any day of the week. And I'll call that punk out in person. Let's go. I'll take him. Let's go. I'll call you out, Chase Claypool. Make you famous, bro. Because you're not going to do it yourself my, against the Browns. My... My, oh, my, <laughs> have the last 10 months changed you. Your boy was your oh, darling of the combine. He was going to be gone. a star, this, that, and the third. Wrong uh, jersey. As soon as the black and gold turned in that, uh, black and yellow turned in that card, oh, man, did you do a Done. heel turn. Done. And you know what? It wasn't I can appreciate talent. I can appreciate the athleticism, the freak athleticism ability. That's undeniable, right? But what I can't accept is you come out and you keep yapping and flapping your gums. You look like a fool. Like, I, I, say what you want about Ben Roethlisberger. He hasn't said nothing. Mike Tomlin hasn't said anything. Deontay Johnson, James Scott, the other player, uh, TJ Watt, hasn't said anything. You take the L like a man. You got your ass beat. 
Okay, you got beat. You beaten us enough times. We had to take it. But Chase Claypool just keeps yapping and yapping. And Matt, you know what? When it comes to Pittsburgh and all their fans and they're they're all crying and all that, I went, I, I thought it was familiar. So I found a clip from 1997, and it was from the WWF then. It was from Bret the Hitman Hart, and he was referring, he was cut a promo after a win, and he said this. I know. <laughs> You'd stick the hose right here oh. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you know, I, I've seen I've seen a few videos online about Steeler oh. fans and how they reacted to the loss. One guy put a ladder through a television screen and was just absolutely losing his mind. And I, my oh. brother-in-law had sent it to me, and I I sent back to him. I said, you know, that's just after one loss to the yep. Browns. Yep. We've had to take it on the chin for the better part of 20 years mm-hmm. and we still show up. Y'all are ready to like sit there and you know, send your coach out to pasture, turn the offense over to Mason Rudolph, mm-hmm. you know, this that and the third like I mean you you're really starting to see the the true colors of Steeler fans. I mean, they're they're really coming out right now and it's it's sort of fun to see it it's because beautiful. it's like, God, you guys, it's one loss, guys. Like, you're flipping out over this. It's <laughs> like you're you're telling us that you know the rivalry is back on and you're screwed. Yep. And and, and, it, and it, it turns. And now they're peeing their pants, Matt, just like the color of their uniforms. Piss yellow. That's what they're doing. And you know what? Yeah, you can't tell. Extra long. Yeah, right. <laughs> Extra long off season. For the Steelers. So I wanted to get, I found that Bret Hart clip. I thought I got to get that into the show. That's, that's, uh, you know, you guys can enjoy that. But now, Matt, you know what? Hey, we're, we're, like we said, we're on to Kansas City right off the top. And this is actually a franchise you can respect. Coaches, players, and all that. Now, Sammy Watkins is running his mouth a little bit, but he's not in the game. Um, and, and Matt, you know what? Whether the Chiefs take the Browns seriously or not, it's going to be, if the Browns are going to win this game, it's going to be a track meet. And you got Denzel Ward back. You got Kevin Johnson. Really, they're the healthiest they've been in months. Um, but whether that's the case or not, like you're just going to have to keep scoring points, right? That's it. Right. Well, the other thing is you have to control the ball. Uh, yeah, if yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have themselves ball games, then the Browns will be in okay shape, I think, at least competitively. They'll, they'll be keeping it close, and more importantly, they'll be – keeping the ball away from Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman, and all the dozens of playmakers they have there in Kansas City. So yeah. I think, yes, they will have to score a ton of points, but I also think that with those points, they could mitigate the amount that they're going to have to score by having a good running game. Yeah, it's a great point. And Kansas City has is the 10th worst at defending the run. So everything's lined up there, right? And you're right. You, you named the weapons, especially Travis Kelsey. Holy cow. Like Tyreek Hill, you can, like, he's so dynamic and, and he can stretch the field and he's so good. But there are games you can bottle him up. Travis Kelsey just seems like, man, he's going to do what he wants to do as many times as Patrick Mahomes is going to get him the football. And that's about it. 
and you just have to hope you can break the odd pass up at the right time. But he he is a and he's from the Cleveland area too, Matt. You saw the the pitchers tweeted out where he was wearing a Bernie Kosar jersey as a kid. Yep. Yeah. yeah, from Cleveland Heights, prior to Cleveland Heights High School, just a an outstanding talent. And you won't I mean, yeah, the Kelsey brothers are known for their a little bit they can be a little bit outlandish sometimes and a little crazy. But you you won't find two tougher dudes in the league than Travis and his older brother Jason. You just won't. Those are two guys that if they're breathing, they're playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for 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 sure. And they're playing at a high level. Yeah, there's so much talent there. Uh, now the running game, like Clyde Edwards-Helaire may or may not play. Le'Veon Bell not a hundred percent. And we, like the thing is, Matt, the Chiefs are not a running team. So not that it doesn't matter, but it kind of doesn't matter. Uh, like you're going to have Darwin Thompson and they'll sprinkle in running backs and do it when they have to. This is a Patrick Mahomes led passing team. And we know we've seen Baker Mayfield has thrown the fewest interceptions of any quarterback since I think it's week 12 uh, in the NFL. And you see where the Browns can do it, but I'm with you. You have to give Mahomes and that Kansas city offense as few touches as possible. Like long, six, seven-minute drives where you're just grounding and pounding and keep it out of their hands. You do that, you're going to have a real chance in this one. Yeah, you do. Uh, I, I really do like their chances in this game, Andy. Just uh, with everybody coming back, this is the healthiest they've been probably since the bye week. This is their first week after the bye. And and the mentality of not being satisfied to this point and still wanting more, it's all trending in the right direction for me. And I, I just, I see good things happening tomorrow. I hope so. And, and like the, the, the city, Matt, like you're right in it. They're having a, a drive by, a drive through tailgate by the stadium and just like fan appreciation stuff. And there were fans lined up to see the team off to Kansas city and their shirts and there's joy. And it, it's just, it's so foreign to us. Like, Matt, like, I've been on, like, a nervous energy high all week. Much like all the fans in Twitter. Like, it's just absolutely nuts. And what a great feeling. And, and like you said, they have a real chance to keep this going. Right? And we're not going to get ahead of ourselves, of course. But, hell, man, if, if, if there's a victory Monday on Monday, I don't know what condition we're going to be in. <laughs> Hello, I'm Neelai Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun oh, show that's oh, for yeah. sure yeah. like it, but the thing is here's what we also gotta look at for kansas city now they haven't blown a team out since september they've won by single score games almost the whole way through 
and they got two weeks off. And I hear the stat and all that that Andy Reid is uh, one of the best, only lost like three or four times out of buys, bye weeks in his whole career. But he's given his starters two weeks off. Two. That's uncharted territory. They didn't play in week 17, and they got the bye, which is why are they going to be able to shake the rust off early? Yes. They're the Super Bowl champs. They're, they're uber talented. But if you can get, if you could score first, if you get that, if you can get maybe that one, that one fumble, that one defensive turnover and make it count, that's going to be the difference, Matt, I think. I think it's going to be if you can strike first, if you can control the ground game, and you get that one extra play, um, it's going to give Cleveland their their best opportunity to, again, shock the world. We did it once. You do that. The national media narrative, Matt, all the haters are not going to know what to do with themselves. They are not going to know what to do, and I hope we see that. I think they'll just say, from my perspective, they'll say Kansas City blew it. They they took Probably. the Browns too lightly. They will, The Browns will not, regardless of how well the Browns play tomorrow, they're not going to get the credit they deserve, and they're okay with it because they're going to take it out on somebody else. Right. And this week, it so happens that it's the Chiefs. And keep it going. Like, keep it going. All the hype videos, everything. This is so fun. This is such a good time. This is such such a, a release and a relief for this fan base, the city. And just gives you something to smile about when there's so much crap in the world. Like, this is just so good. All right, Matt, what are we looking at? Your your predictions, thoughts? Um, how did the Browns win it? And give me a score. I think the Browns win it by grinding it out on the road and feeding a very hungry and a very motivated Kareem Hunt mm. as many carries and catches as he can handle. I say Browns 38. Chiefs thirty five. Oh, let's do it. Let's like I think regardless, the Browns have with everybody coming back more than enough. Like if I'm advising just from a betting standpoint that they'll cover the spread. Uh, that that ten point seems now could Kansas City? Yeah, Kansas City can blow anybody out, but they haven't. You know they they haven't done this year. It's they they've been the hunted all year. That can take a toll on a team. And with Sammy Watkins saying, okay, hey, he didn't consider the Browns a threat. How much do they take that into account? And ultimately, Matt, though, at this point, quick side note, like at this point in the year, you, you, you really don't need too much more motivation, right? Like you got the Pittsburgh one as a gift from that idiot uh, Juju. But like from that point onward, you, if you need any motivation to get up for a playoff game with a chance to go to the conference championship, you don't belong on the field, right? Like. Yeah, and that's why I think the guys have kind of just taken everything in and remembered it. Yeah, but yeah. it's more just validation of their belief system and wanting to prove people wrong. Um, they're a confident bunch. They they better be because they've got the quarterback of all quarterbacks who's as confident as can be. So they'll be fine from a confidence standpoint. And emotionally, once that ball kicks off, doesn't really matter what was said. No. It just matters how you react to it. How you react to it. The Browns reacted very well a week ago, and they get a chance to do it again. So I'm going to say, for my, I think this is a back and forth. I totally agree with the formula. Um, you give it to Hunt. You give it to Chubb. Uh, you, you, you just keep doing it. You get to Jarvis Landry. 
You know, you move the chains, but really try to control the clock. If you can do that, you just real Matt, essentially, you want to be within one score and it not be Patrick Mahomes having the ball last. If you can do that, I feel good. If there's any time on the clock and Patty Mahomes has the ball and the Browns have the lead, I'm going to be just just vomiting with with nerves. Like it's that's the situation you don't want yourself in. So when we look at that, no. I'm going to say my prediction is Chiefs 45, Browns 42. And again, just like last week, dude, I hope I am wronger than wrong, wrong, wrong. But I think this is going to be fun. I think it's going to be close. I think the Browns will prove, hey, you know what? We're for next year. We're the team to beat, not Kansas City. And the Chiefs hold on by the skin of their teeth, but that the Browns just come up a little short. Again, I want to be dead wrong. I think that over-under 57 is going to be shattered and and that we have a, a, fun, <laughs> a fun game. Can you 57? Like, are you taking the over on that, Matt? Like, we're taking the over if, if we're putting money down, right? Uh, I'm I, I taking the over on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take the over. That's like the most over-over I think you'd take. Um, and that the Browns cover it there. So I'll say the Chiefs pull it out. I want to be more wrong than, than last week. Okay. Like let's, let, let's, let's get it wrong. Let's have a victory Monday and let's party it up. But Matt, I think most of all, let's enjoy this. Let's enjoy the buildup. Let's enjoy that, that you have Denzel Ward back, Kevin Johnson, Batonio. Um, you, you have the coaching staff, right? You have these players back. So really what we're looking, we're going to give them our best shot. And then let it fall where it may. And that's really all you can ask for at this time of year, right? That's right, man. Put your best foot forward. Shoot yep. your shot. And where it where it lies, it lies. You know, that's, that's right. just where we're at with it. Have fun. Hey, yeah. man, it's fun getting here. You earn the yes. right to get here. Enjoy it. Yeah. Make the journey go as long as possible. Yeah. Like the, the shirts say at the Brown Shop, we want more. And we want a victory Monday. We also want to hear from you on Twitter at AndyMCD1 at Matt Fleur Jansen. You can check out all Matt's great work and post there as well. Let us know your prediction and let's Browns fans worldwide. Let's, let's all unite. Let's get that feeling in. Let's get that family feel and spread it all to our Cleveland Browns. Matt, it's going to be a tense Sunday, brother, but I hope we're talking on Monday for a victory Monday show. Man, I would like nothing better than that. I I would welcome that with open arms. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. For Matt Florjancic, I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns as the Browns take on the Chiefs in Kansas City for the AFC Divisional Playoffs. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.
This episode was supported by Reddit for Business. You want the right attention for your business, but you don't know where to get it. It should be a place where people actually take the time to engage with your ads. Why not try Reddit? They seem to have the whole engagement thing down pat. With over 100,000 communities, Reddit users are some of the most active online. Meet your potential customers where they feel most at home, with 90% of users trusting Reddit to learn about new products and brands. Just go to redditforbusiness.com slash vox to learn more.